0: You watch your back.
1: Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 205. Charlotte's number one podcast recorded in the basement, still via Zoom, trying to keep it COVID safe. Full house tonight, as we were talking before, representing three different time zones East Coast, Cheeks, what was it you said, Central? Yeah. Central and West Coast, all here. So, first for the podcast over the Zoom. But yes, it's me, JRO Nation. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at JRO Nation. Uh, the podcast is the Beers Watch Podcast. On Facebook, our YouTube, they see me rolling for our beer reviews, reaction videos, and what's the other? Oh, Beerio Cart. Whenever we throw some of those new out, when people get brave enough to come over. Kevin, we threw your, uh, what was it, Double Dash? Double Dash? Yeah, we threw the Double Dash up there. That was pretty fun. So What did you think? I like Double Dash. It's It's, different. It's different because you have two different racers jumping back and forth. and I do feel like the computer recovers a lot faster when you hit them with stuff. You hit them with a red shell and you can't even catch up as opposed to other Mario Karts where you feel like you can catch up. So it's a little bit of an adjustment on that, but it's still pretty fun. So yeah, go follow our YouTube. They see me real and subscribe to that. And, of course, shout out again to Vince for giving us our new logos. Kevin already bought a shirt. Cheeks, I know you yeah. bought one of those limited edition shirts, and somehow Teespring still hasn't sent it to you, so you got to follow up with that. But check our new logos out, all that good stuff. Say what?
2: They told me to talk to the mail place.
1: Ah. That's
2: so why I emailed them back. I was okay, they don't have
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the U.S. Postal Service is just going to be like, F it all, so – Alright, yeah, and then follow us, you know, if you want to listen to the podcast, Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, Bears Watch Podcast. Alright, Kevin, you've already heard from him. How you doing? Been a while?
3: I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. How about you?
1: Pretty good. How's the new place treating yeah. you with the sweet thing now?
3: I'm adjusted now. Yeah. It, was, it was a little weird the first week or so, but, it, you know, it's, it's business as usual now. Yep.
1: I noticed you don't have any of your Browns or Indian stuff behind yeah, you. It's in the closet. It's in, <laughs> ah, so living, now, living, moving in with the fiance has got the, the sports stuff in the closet.
3: Once, uh, once, once you get a house, okay, <laughs> a bigger place, I'll have I'll have a room, one hundred percent devoted. Okay, fair enough. The guest room. This isn't, this isn't really my
1: room. <laughs> Where can you be <laughs> found if you want to be found?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Crazy for Cleveland. at C-R-Z-Y, the number four
1: in Cleveland. All right. Then you've heard from them. Austin Cheeks, still in Texas. Cases Ooh. just rose in Texas, Cheeks. How you feeling?
2: Uh, I mean, not safe. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Other than, than, you know, the COVID stuff, everything's good here. Cool. Uh, just wave your mask and you know, limit
1: activities around other people. Yeah. That's all that you can do. Really. All right. So you also have just deleted or deactivated your Facebook. So where else can you be found if you want to be found?
2: Um, I'm, my on oh, Instagram and Twitter.
1: All right. And what was the reason behind getting rid of the Facebook?
2: Um, that was like a 45 minute rant. <laughs> um, i opened it up i was shocked at some of the people's thought
4: processes Uh, so instead of you know writing paragraphs and telling them
2: you know telling them that they're all i was like you know what let me just remove myself from this (laughs) i mean i would open up facebook and just get worked up like just worked up like just ready to go at someone Uh, and that's not healthy. Yeah, <laughs> like, my, my, my uh, heart rate shouldn't go up from just reading
1: Facebook. Yeah, you know. So I was just said bye, but I did.
2: I didn't. I didn't uh, delete it. I, did, I deactivated it, so I could still use the messenger.
1: There you go. Okay, fair enough. Do you was that a lot of people from like where you grew up back in North Carolina? Do you think that yeah. we're doing it? Yeah.
2: And then the people who never left.
1: Yeah. Little small town. Yep.
2: It's like, hey guys, there's a fucking portal.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Good stuff. All right. And then I don't think I think Alex, the last time you were on was probably what, two years ago? You won your burial cart match. We gave you a good send-off win.
0: No, that- don't make it sound like you gave it. To oh, you. we gave it to I you. Don't, don't you worry. <laughs> I heard that. So no, uh, I had my walk off. Yeah, you're right. So you, uh, in, so Ramon, when did
1: you move to Seattle, right? Uh, left. What was it, March thirty-first or
0: thirtieth, uh, twenty eighteen? Okay. Yeah. And then so, okay, so came two. Out in June of that year.
1: Okay, so two years and some change.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's been a
1: while. How How have you guys been doing out there?
0: Pretty good. Uh, we just bought a house. Best okay. time in the world to buy a house. That's There's true. Pandemic. Yeah, you know, the world's collapsing. Yeah. Uh, but uh, finally got on that. Got out of the apartment life, and it's uh, been pretty good.
1: Yeah. So what are you doing to catch people up? You you were on the podcast, helped us with some uh, the Game of Thrones breakdowns and some other stuff we discussed. How, what what are you now doing out there in Seattle?
0: Are you talking about work wise? I assume
1: uh work-wise life-wise you know whatever you want to talk about
0: well now i am working for a native american tribe out here in seattle okay tribes uh, working for them doing some video stuff uh, editing uh, kelly's teaching um um, still doing she was teaching up here at north mech
1: i remember that
5: yeah yeah so um yeah it's so different teaching out here oh man there's unions that's wild Okay. I the one stand up for you yeah um, so yeah I was teaching middle school high school um, middle school this year again and then I'm gonna be back in high school next year teaching um, freshman English and then US history
1: okay and Kelly is for those who have no idea is Alex's wife now <laughs>
5: yeah. so
1: you guys have been married for what three years two years
0: Two two, two years um, we got married about two months after I moved out here. Okay. Maybe that year. okay. So before she got out here and then yeah. after I moved.
5: That okay. was a horrible like three months. We drove out here with him. I flew back. He flew back for our wedding for like two days. Flew back out to Seattle. And then I drove cross country as one of my So
1: you drove twice. Cheeks, you were talking about a drive from Texas to North Carolina, a uh, Seattle to North Carolina, North Carolina to yeah. Seattle. Now that's a hell of a drive. So what is, what yeah, is, I got it. What's that,
0: what's the hour total length there? uh the first time we did it we did it in about what four, four. days it was like
5: 12 hours a day wow uh, And that was rough
0: the longest was 14 hours that was yeah. from like st louis to denver wow. and then i
5: drove with my friend we split it up into a week and we spent one day of just like hanging out at her, her friend's house in denver uh and that was much nicer because we took shorter days and you we were able to like stop each day and hike and
0: Take breaks where I was in the house and I went, it was fucking miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was just exhausting. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it was awful. We It was pretty much straight through, just stopping for sleep. Yeah. And I gotta say, we went. We stayed in Boise one night. Yeah. So we'll never need to go to Boise, Idaho or ever Kansas. again. Okay. <laughs> we'll never need to drive through Kansas, through Wyoming. Wyoming was
5: so windy.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it was a good, uh, Good experience. I like seeing the country. It's yeah, cool to see like just how big it was. But uh, not going to drive across again. I would do it
5: again, but not that a different route. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And again, like taking
1: your time. Yeah, yeah. We drove this past summer. Well, last summer, when my buddy got married in Minnesota, so we drove up there because we had a small child and stopped. We made we drove halfway, stopped in Indianapolis, then drove the other half up to Minnesota. But yeah, going through that stuff. I would also kind of say you know it's a it's a little more waspy in the, in the Indian Indianapolis area than you would think. Kind of down south, like it seemed like, just seemed like I didn't see a lot of black people when I was when I was traveling for per se. It was like, whoa, okay, I figured it'd be a little bit more diverse, but no, it's a little it's a little more, you know. So,
0: dude, that's that's probably the weirdest part about like being up here because there's a very small like black population in Washington. Yeah, and like. I don't know. It, it's like, it's different. It's less black people, more Asian people. And
5: it's an it, Islander. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And it, like nothing bad or anything. It's, it's just like different. Different, you know? yeah. Yeah. It, it, but, um, no, it's cool. Yeah. It's cool out here. Uh, Kelly loves not being in 100 degree weather in the summer. So, so, yeah.
1: So, what's y'all's temperature during the summer
0: right now? Uh, it's like 70 right now. Yeah. Wow. And, uh,
5: it gets
0: up to the eighties. Um, wow. Like I
5: think kind of, like, last summer. We like <laughs> the 80s, and that was oh. the worst
0: of it. I gotta say though, the best part, tonight it's not gonna get dark until nine forty five ish. Wow. At night. Yeah,
1: so that's that's awesome. Yeah, we we experienced that up at my buddy's wedding. It was like one of the longest days of the year in Minnesota and it was like ten thirty at night and it was still like dusk. Yeah. And it was so it's weird like it fast. just it just messes with your brain. You're like no, let's just yeah. keep going. You, you keep Your body keeps going. Your mind wants to keep going. Your body's like, yo, no, it's time to stop, even though it's bright out here. But, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, real quick, Kelly, give a quick background, who you are, and then I want to know what's better, obviously, working west coast or out here in North Carolina. Huh, huh.
5: Um, okay, well, my name's Kelly Sharon. Alex is my husband. Uh, like you said, we've been doing yep. for two years together since 2015. Um. How'd you guys meet? We went to the same college. Uh, we went to the same college, Elon. Okay. We, um, played co-ed soccer together. And Who, he was not a, uh, Who's better? Him, for sure. Oh, okay. I'm not good at all. Oh, um, okay. I was in it just for the free t-shirt. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, um, high school teacher, I've been teaching for eight years now, um, in North Carolina, I was at a Title I high school, which I really liked the kids, but the administration sucked. Hey, um, CMS. Yeah. And,
4: uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> um, now out here, I was long-term subbing for a while at middle school and out of high school. And then this past year, I was teaching middle school. Um, and then, like I said, next year back to high school. So, well, yeah.
1: So you still long-term subbing, or you just you just rotate? No.
5: No, in January, I got a full-time job.
1: Okay, so, okay, at a middle school?
5: hmm yeah. Okay,
1: nice. Is that, now, is middle school still 7th, 8th, or 6th, 7th, and 8th, or is it different out there?
5: So, it's it depends on the district, which is weird in itself, because the way the school districts were formed, it was based on, like, as people were moving out, where they populated. So, there's a lot of districts where, like, our town, Everett, part of it is in Mukilteo's school district, part of it is in Everett school district. Um, So it depends on the district. The first one that I worked in that I'm going back into the fall, it's 6th, 7th, 8th. This one I was at this year was still like a junior high, so it was just 7th and 8th. I think they're going to transition to adding 6th grade in a year or so.
1: Nice. Just so, depends. so wait, re- Alex, remind me again, and Kelly, you can jump in. Why did you guys move out there again? Was this just uh, young and wanted to That's have my idea? Your idea? Okay.
0: Uh, well, Cheeks just mentioned never uh, leaving North Carolina, and <laughs> uh, I've lived in North Carolina my whole life, different parts, but uh,
5: I lived there in high school and I hated it, and I never wanted to stay. Oh, but I came okay. Out there, okay. Like when we first started dating, I came out here for vacation with my family, and I came back and I was like, "Hey, I figured out where I want to
1: live." Okay. Seattle. Where, so where are you originally from then?
5: Uh, New York, New Jersey.
1: Okay. Okay.
4: Yeah. All right.
0: She so wasp. Her entire family is very wasp. <laughs> <laughs> actually, my actually, mom's actually mom's yeah. Mom side. Her dad side's Catholic, but okay. still though. They're both Catholic. It's the same thing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone. Well, you said wasp. Wasp means white and wasp. Yeah, but not. I really know, but I'm saying my mom's
1: family. Is no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, Gotta yeah. love it. There you go. Okay. So, so obviously, you're gonna like teaching out in Seattle than North Carolina. Oh yeah, absolutely.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah, it is like night and day. Oh my okay. gosh. Even just like I said, having a union and having someone stand up for you, and even just like basic things, it's so totally different.
0: Making decent money. I
5: remember when I got to my first school that I was long term studying at. They were like, "This is the, the closet where all the printer paper is. So if you need more, just come here." And I was like, "There's just printer paper up for grabs." Like <laughs> I was like, and people were staring at me like, "What is wrong with you?" And so I had to say, like, "I was given a box each semester, and if I ran out, I had to go pay for it." Like I am not just supposed to pull things like yeah, paper.
1: yeah. See, that, that's that's interesting too because like the the elementary school my wife works at. She's in Cornelius, so they actually do have, hey, go to the hallway and grab printer paper because their PTA, by the lake, Lake Norman, they got a lot of money and all that kind of stuff. So it is, it is interesting the different, like you're at North Mec, which is a school that was our rival when Kevin and I were in high school, and now it's a Title I, and to think like that is just, which I think is wild in the essence that not all schools are created equal when we can start talking about you know, we don't have to go down to defund the police, but let's take some of those billions and let's spread it out and everything else because there shouldn't, be, there shouldn't be where you guys are working if you're working at a school and you you have to either buy your own printer paper and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah.
5: yeah. I mean, even not little, but, like, I'll go on a tirade on this, so I'll, I'll censor myself. But things like there was one day in January when it was going to be, like, in the teens and our dean of students texted me and said, dress normally the heat's not working on your hall and so we we're just like are you kidding like we're going to work and there's no heat and they were just gonna like let it happen until my friend told his mom and his mom called the news and they shut school down because that's clearly a health hazard yeah. <laughs> little things like having yeah. no, theater, no, no air conditioning in north carolina like totally yep. normal
1: agreed agreed definitely shouldn't be that way all right well let's get to the good juicy stuff what we're all here for so it just kind of dawned on me after I actually I finished Ozarks, as many people were saying, you gotta finish Ozark, it's so good, it's so good. And I was just like, you know what? Let's let's do a breakdown. I know Alex has been on a lot of our shows talking about, you know, like I said, breaking bad or game of thrones, and we've talked about characters, so I said, Oh, you know what, Maybe he'd probably be good with breaking down, you know, top five. And top five's a hard list to do, but That's just the point of it, to make it a little more... And I know Cheeks has been binging a ton of shows, and we always text about shows, and I know Kevin's a big uh, show guy as well, so hey, let's get on with it. Uh, We will let the lady start first. We will will start, we'll go from 5 to 1, as we discussed off the podcast. If somehow one of your characters is on the list when they say it, you can just say it as well, and then we'll just create a conversation from there and then afterwards we will go on who was our, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, who kind of got the snub. So, all right, Kelly, you're up first. Who was your fifth, what, I guess favorite slash greatest fictional TV character of all time?
5: Um, so this was hard because it made me realize how much reality TV I watched and how yep. many, like, documentaries, um, and I was trying to think of shows I watched. And
4: Alex wouldn't
3: remind me and it took me a
5: really long time
3: to turn around to the show. Fair enough. Um But I said my number five was Troy Barnes from the Community. Okay. Um, he was almost uh, on my list. He, I uh, just
1: missed my list. Yeah. So I haven't gotten around and watched Community yet.
3: Oh, you, need you, you need to. need to? <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. At least uh, the majority of
1: season. So why, why, why was he on your list?
5: Um, I love Don Glover in general, um, okay. and I want to say this was one of the shows that me. Donald Glover. Okay,
1: so it's Don. Okay, so I mean, Donald, we Lover, we okay. Donald Glover. Okay,
5: Okay. Um, it's what his Twitter handle is. Pretty sure.
1: Which is also um, what Childish Gambino, correct? Yeah. Right. Okay.
5: Yeah, I want to say this was one of the shows that Alex out- told me for a while. You'll like it if you just watch it, and I was like, no, it looks stupid. And then I watched it, and I really liked it. Um, but he's just really funny and just kind of like. I guess quirky sense of humor. A very good friend to Ahmed, So good
1: person around. All right. Yeah.
5: All <laughs>
3: we'll right. You yep.
0: <laughs> That's a great. Whatever thing. You did, what's your number five? Are, are we moving on? To yeah, one? go ahead. All right. Uh, actually, mine's somewhat related to that. Not really. Um, <laughs> but uh, from a show that Donald Glover created, Atlanta. I'm going to go with uh, Paperboy. Okay. She's, yeah. Uh, All right. It's pretty early in the uh, run for the TV show, but season two for Atlanta showed Paperboy from the beginning to the end of that season, just his transformation, and like uh, the entire season one, all all Paperboy cared about was getting famous, getting uh, hitting the big time. But then season two, you saw like his actual like backstory. You saw him dealing with just simple things like going to the barber shop and all the mess that went on with that. His barber was being a complete dick, running him around town and everything. Then next episode's when he's going to the record label, figuring out what he wants to, like, be as an artist and everything, seeing the people who were already signed to that label. Then there's the episode, the best episode of the season, second best behind Teddy Perkins, actually. But the second best episode, he's... Uh, He's talking about how he doesn't want to sell out. He doesn't want to be like this, like, face of a label or everything. And uh, he actually gets jumped at the beginning of the episode, runs through a forest, is trying to find his way out of the forest, thinks that some old dude's going to murder him the entire time. <laughs> and when he comes out, all he can think about is just being safe. He's glad that he's safe. A little white, nerdy kid comes up and goes, You're paper boy! Like, you want to take a picture with me? And like, you can see like the contemplation in his face. He's like thinking about selling out and everything. And he ends up taking a selfie with the kid. Uh, Later on, he goes on a college tour. It's just from the beginning of the season to the end of the season, just the transformation he goes through, like realizing like what he wants to go through in his career.
1: Yeah, no, he definitely, I have to refresh myself on that season. Cause wasn't that the one with that, the guy who had the alligator in his house?
0: I think so. Yeah, that was the first episode. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then he, like, he had to walk home from the barber, and then that's, in the process, didn't he get jumped while walking home, too, as well, or?
0: I I think that might have been two different episodes. Okay. I just remember the barber episode, because all he wanted was a haircut. Yeah. And it would have taken, like, five minutes. And the
1: guy kept giving him the runaround. All
0: around town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he took him to, like... His like girlfriend's house where he had to give his girlfriend's kid like a, uh, yep. a haircut and like all the boy wanted, which is a- yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> his his barber
1: was not yeah. happening. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he's definitely a solid character, and I think it's definitely a show on the up and up. I don't even know. Like I said, I think what they're not even starting shooting yet with COVID, so it might be another year, year and a half before season three hits. So we'll
0: yeah, see. It- and I do want to preface, before I started, before I made my list, I went through and I limited myself to one character an episode, or a, a, a series, one character a show. Yeah, that's that's uh, fair,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: So just throwing that out. Yeah,
1: well did. we know because you, like, as you said, you, you would have put five Breaking Bad characters on there if you had absolutely. a chance, so. Absolutely
0: all right. absolutely would
1: have. <laughs> all right, Cheeks, who you got at five?
2: Let's see, at five, I'm going to have to go with... Order. Uh, <laughs> let's go with Kenny Powell. I was thinking about Bob. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some some of the greatest just like lives ever. Uh, you know, funny dude. Uh, a shitty friend though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like that guy that is that's in someone else's family that you're like you're always excited when he's around. Yeah. Just because like something's going to go wrong that yep. like, you're not involved in.
1: Yeah. But you're just like oh this is funny. So, <laughs> yeah. I, I, it's got to say something too and like with that how popular that show went you could buy stuff at Myrtle Beach like it was everywhere at Myrtle Beach at at the boardwalk like that was there he was on towels T-shirts and it's still to this day like I said we were just. Uh, at the beach with my family a couple weeks ago, and my sister's boyfriend, who's like 22, was wearing a Kenny Power shirt, tie dyed And then what is the saying he says? Like, capuche or something?
2: Oh, that was the, that's
1: what the jet ski. Yeah. He was yelling at his brother's sister's, his, his
2: brother's wife's, uh, I guess his brother's son. I don't know why I made that come And she comes out, she's like, Kenny, blah, blah, blah he's like, don't touch his jet
1: ski. I'm going to Shaboom. That's it,
2: Shaboom. shirt
1: Yeah, because my sister, it was funny. It was like the last day we were there, and he was wearing the Shaboom shirt. And it's his face and tie-dye. And she's like, I told you if you're going to wear that shirt, we're not taking any pictures. I was like, well, he didn't want to take no pictures in because he put the Shaboom shirt on. So, I mean, still to this day, somebody a lot older, I mean, a lot younger than when that show was in its prime to wear it shows that it's the staying power. So... That show was set
0: in North Carolina, mostly,
1: wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, cause he was on the minor league team at Myrtle Beach, I think, as well. It was in Because There was yeah. the Mexico season. Yep. But... <laughs> All right, Kevin, what you got at five?
3: Uh, at number five, we go a little bit of a throwback, uh, throwback to the 90s. Uh, Tommy, the, the green ranger slash white
1: ranger. Wow. Wow. Okay, okay. So why is he at your five?
3: I, I know, he was he was my idol when I was three or four or five years old or however old I was. I <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean, uh, the
4: actual actor. Yeah. He has gone on to do a whole lot outside of power. Do, yeah. was like, a pretty cool. I follow him on Facebook. Like, cool
3: uh, Jason, David, Frank. But I No, I mean, I guess, I guess uh, really it was always impactful down. when I was a little kid watching the, watching the show for sure. And
1: yeah, apologies, Jerry. And I tried to bring my kid down here, and as you can hear him screaming in the background. So yeah, but yeah, I no, I think yeah,
3: it... uh, like the early Power Ranger episodes, you're so used you to, yeah, it follows a set schedule. You're like, okay, they're gonna beat the bad guy, whatever, and then the Green Ranger would show up and like kick the Power Rangers' ass for like four or five episodes straight. Like, Whoa. <laughs> I'm gonna have a funny story about uh, power, power Rangers. Uh, well, so when I, went to kid, when I went to kindergarten, I was in private school.
2: And private schools should like, show and tell Fridays. Like, they didn't care what, what you brought. I made mean, small. So, like, everybody kind of knows everybody. So then the next year, I go to public school. And I got, like, the white ranger knife that turns into a gun. <laughs> and I took it to show and tell. They got in so much trouble because <laughs> you couldn't bring shit like that to school. <laughs> and my, and, and uh, my mom was just like, well, I, I guess you really did it Like, you didn't know. Because this was like, you know, shit, 25 years ago?
5: Yeah. I'm uh, surprised back then they already had rules about stuff like that. It's yeah. like a horrible, like, current thing. Yeah, but, like, they were.
2: They, 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 they had those those rules, but they were never like, written out you know? yeah. yes, is, you're expected to, to know
5: these things to not bring right?
1: weapons <laughs> <laughs> I, I <didn't> yeah <laughs> all right my number five like i said it was very hard to just pick five quick but i'm gonna go and i think a lot of mine may have a little bit of recency bias because again kevin i appreciate you going digging deep because it was hard for yeah, me was, to. i was trying to
3: dig a little
1: bit yeah and, and I, I didn't want to I didn't want to choose any cartoon characters. For me personally, if anybody chose any cartoons, by all means, go for it. Because I try to... I feel like we... It was just... The spectrum was so broad. You can broad. make your own list. Exactly, exactly. So, That's the
0: way I went with live action. Yeah. So, I tried to think of cartoon characters, and I was like, no, I feel like I'm cheating now. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. So I stayed away from cartoons just to keep... I feel like we could do a separate cart top five cartoon character fictionals and all that stuff. So, all right. My five is going to be old. Oh, Old tried and true Tim Riggins. I mean, he just epitomized of what everyone wished they could have been in high school, in a sense. Maybe 90% of people. Maybe not the drinking part, but just the long hair, 6'3, ripped, maybe not the dad beating your ass in front of people part as well, but just that guy who just the ladies all wanted. You were, you know, the king of the court, you know, and he just, you know, great lines throughout the series. And then see him grow from. Kind of a bum to then at the very you know spoiler alert if he hasn't watched Friday Night Lights at the very end where he's with Lila and they build the house or they're building a house and all that kind of stuff so that would be my number five just overall TV character always just brought some good
0: juice to a show. I've never seen Friday Night Lights so. Oh. For me. Well, hey.
5: <laughs> can't binge
0: it
1: now. Now yeah now, just go ahead fire it up. I don't know if I don't even know if Netflix has it anymore. I'm not sure who has it.
5: I don't know. I remember starting to watch that in high school, but I never got past, like, the second season, I think. But
1: it was good. Yeah. I I watched it. Cheeks was big into it. I think I watched it once I finally got, like, I I was out of college and finally went into it. Like, Cheeks and a couple of our other buddies were were, were always quoting it and watching it a ton. So I was like, all right, let me just – I think I actually watched it, like, either before Breaking Bad or after Breaking Bad and just binged it because it was on
0: Netflix and it was just a solid – That's actually why I didn't watch it because – I had a buddy who was obsessed with it, and I tried watching an episode with him, and I was like, I can't do this. I can't watch it with you. Yeah. You love it too much. Yep. I can't, like, I can't get into it, and so it just never happened. Yeah. Luckily, I watched
1: it with two other people who hadn't watched it, so we didn't have that effect of, like, quoting and everything going on, so. All right. Kelly, we're back to you. Who's your number four?
5: Uh, this also made me realize how much... I um, like comedy shows because all my people are from comedy shows. Um, my number four is Captain Raymond Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine.
1: Ooh, that's a solid one. Good one.
5: Solid Yeah, he's one. just so like hilarious. I mean, obviously this is how his character is written, but like hilarious without meaning to be just like he's just a very straightforward man with him and Kevin and Cheddar the dog and I just love
1: him. Yeah, it's, it's interesting too. He's, I don't know if there's a character you could even compare him to throughout yeah. almost comedy TV. I don't know history wise, but you know, I watch a lot of the comedies too. And there's not a character like him anywhere else in any other shows, you know, like I said, black guy, who's the head of a police chief, gay, mm-hmm. married to a married to a white guy with like a, what is it? A corgi dog. Yeah. And, Cheddar. Yeah. Cheddar. Yeah. And just writing that. And his like I said, he's like an OCD type of guy and there's just, there's no one else like him in the comedy, how they write the characters fantastic as well.
5: And that's just, I feel like one of the things I really like about Brooklyn Nine-Nine is it's a primetime comedy show, but it's not like laugh track, like trying to be too hard. Like we'll see commercials for some of the primetime shows now. And I'm just like, how oh, is that funny? Like yeah. why would someone enjoy watching that in Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I mean, part of it, I'm sure it's completely but yeah. it's just like organically funny.
1: Yeah, and then surprisingly, Fox canceled it, and then NBC picked it up, and that's what kind of kept it going. And it was a surprise. I remember when it got first got canceled, I was like, why? The why? Like, show was so funny and so good, but luckily it got picked up by NBC and was still able to keep going.
0: My fourth character, speaking of uh, 90s characters, well, I guess that'd be a cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I went with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith. Oh, okay. Uh, now, that might be cheating a little bit, because Will Smith is a real person as well. Yeah. Um, but I just remember loving watching Fresh Prince, and the, the range that Will had, like, you had, of course, most episodes, he was there to, like, bust people's chops, make fun of Carlton, be, like, a heel for Uncle Phil, you know, do his typical stuff. But then you had, like, plenty of other episodes where, like, Will got serious. And, like, it's just, like, the range that he had to be able to pull that stuff off. Like, there just weren't that many
5: characters in that type of show that could do that. Yeah. He could be the funny dude for most of the time. But when it was time to be serious, like, like Will could act, man. Yeah. I have one, it's not um, probably one that's looked back on Will now, Bill Cosby. Oh. So it's a that come, very, very yeah. funny, yeah. very serious. No, we're going to stay away from that. <laughs> we're going to stay away
4: from that. Well, oh, yeah. it's like, where do you separate it? Like, yeah, I mean, if it's played on the show,
3: with was a character. Yeah, it was a good actor, but then, you know, how do you separate Not a that person. from... Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: terrible person. Creepy guy. But it is
3: an iconic character as yeah.
1: well. Yeah. Um, how do you, do you think... Well, we like I said, the Bill Cosby thing, it's like... <laughs> do you think it ever comes back on TV... Or is it, I mean, is it banished for good? Oh, it's not. Where is it, Cheeks? I'm I'm pretty sure it still runs. It does? Yeah. All right.
0: Yeah, I'm 100% sure that's coming back. Yeah. There's plenty of stuff that comes back. They just give it enough time, and then people will not forget, but, like, they'll they'll get over the negative aspects of it, or just try and pretend like, it doesn't. I remember I
5: mean, growing up, it was on like Nick at Night. Like always, yeah. Not watch often. So. Yeah. You could see
1: something like that. Yeah. All right. Cheeks, so you got 4
2: I'm about to go with my girl, Arya Starts. Okay. Um, she. From the first time I found her pick up the little wooden sword, I was sold. And then she just turned into a complete badass. No regrets. Get the job done. Just emotional, unavailable. I think that's probably the best way to describe her. Yeah. Uh, and she's yeah. like, seated,
1: yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's all it's all spoilers. And and the spoil that I mean that that actually was my number one was her. I mean, okay. yeah. No, 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 no. That's how it's supposed to go. That was to me. I think her character progression. Like you said, from season one, and I, you know we can have our discretions about the final season. I, we can spend a whole eight hours talking about that, but you know, just take it for what it is in a box in a vacuum. To be able to, you know, like you said, kill the night king, and then you know the scene of where we didn't see her sexualized at all during the whole series, and then she got to actually control what she wanted and how she was portrayed in that scene and, and you know over the oh young Brathy in there. I suppose it felt like you every
0: single Because they didn't know how to portray her. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Alright, that's my only one of <laughs> way. <laughs> but you know,
1: that I Because I felt like every other female had some point been, you know, brutalized or taken advantage of or something where it felt like they kind of kept her at least to an aspect, I guess her only brutalization maybe was in that house of the house of the dead or whatever, where she was blind and all that. But yeah, I think she was just fantastically built up through the whole thing, and did everything. So you know, made, made it look cool. So I'm with I'm with you on that, Cheese. Kevin, you're four. Four. Um, I also the one with a Game of Thrones character.
3: I was gonna go with. You know, I I was going to go with Tyrion, but then I went back to who I think my favorite character in the show was, was uh, Sandor Fugane, or uh, the Hound. Yeah. Um, I really liked his character progression. I felt like he was one that they actually kind of stuck with. The writers didn't totally screw his character up. (laughs) He went from a really hardened, you know, kind of villainy character. And then uh, you see see his heart start to melt a little bit when he was with Arya. And uh, he was left for dead. A, a couple times and disappeared, and then he finally got his revenge on his brother, which was built up from the beginning. But I don't know, I always, I always really liked that character. Yeah. Probably, I, probably my favorite character in the entire series.
1: Yeah, and he definitely kept it humanizing. I mean, I remember the time where he saved Sansa from being raped, and that's where you kind of right. saw him like, oh, okay, he's got a little, he's not as angry and mad as his brother is. He's got a little bit of human decency left in him. And then, like you said, protecting Arya all the way through, and then him, her kind of giving him up so he didn't die, and going all through, and then this final, you know, baptism yeah, in like fire.
3: That was one of the, yeah, that was one of the, the things that they did somewhat correctly in the uh, last episode, Yeah, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Alex, how'd you feel about that character arc?
0: Man, that was one of the, I agree completely that that was one of the few that they didn't <laughs> screw up and didn't, like, I don't know. You'll get Jamie. They kind of just said, "Oh, whatever." That didn't happen. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that. Yeah. Right. But yep. uh, I, I, I'll say that now. I just, as a rule of thumb, didn't put any Game of Thrones characters on. That's you're my, uh, you're still
1: that. You're still that mad at the final season, it. huh?
0: Oh, I wouldn't say mad. It just didn't happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So my four. It was actually uh, Jesse Pinkman from Breaking Bad. Because you may see a theme here in a couple characters later, but it's just something about seeing the, the burnout who no one gave any chance to kind of wrote off actually be able to do something with his life, though it was completely illegal and working with meth and all that. But the whole aspect of like, you know, everyone had wrote him off, but one person gave him a chance and taught him something, and he actually was taught something he was interested in, be it the wrong kind of interest in with it, you know, meth, but to thrive in that and then to go up and down and then even continue it through this, the latest uh, Netflix special. I mean, you know, being stuck in the bottom of the pit, up and down, seeing his, you know, girlfriend killed in front of him, all that kind of stuff. I mean, just a great overall character that you cheered for, you rooted for, you felt bad for, and all that kind of stuff. So that's where i'm at
0: i didn't have jesse on mine but i do want to say that was the hardest like that show is the hardest one for me to pick from just yeah. because i mean all the things you were mis- mes- mentioning with jesse like man that one episode where he was like handcuffed to the atm in those like meth heads uh, house yeah and just like and like that wasn't even like one of the like his best scenes. Like, yeah i just remember that like and when he had to get upset about, like, the uh, kid getting poisoned. And, dude, like, where he started and where he ended. Yes. I mean, it, there's a huge debate on Breaking Bad of, like, who changed the most. But he's up there.
1: Yeah. No, I just, overall, I just thought it was a, he's a solid, fantastic character. So, that was my four. All right, Kelly, you're three.
5: Uh, three, Swanson from Parks and Iraq. Uh, I feel like he's kind of like Raymond Holt in that he's very just like no nonsense and sometimes how I want to be with other people like, hey, leave me alone. Don't talk to me. Like, I don't want to be around you. Um, but then also seeing like throughout the seasons like him with Tammy 1 and Tammy 2 and like Leslie comes in and helps him and their relationship and their friendship even though he's very much of a like stay away, like, I don't get close to people kind of guy. Um, And then at the end of the series, seeing him, like, I don't know if he ends up getting married, but he gets together with that mom, with her kids, Mm -hmm. like, father figure. So, yeah.
0: Nice. He changes a little bit over the time, too. He opens up and you see more of him. Yeah. Nice.
5: I just love how he, like, the one scene where he's at Home Depot or some hardware store and some guy comes up to him and is like, hey, can I help you? And he's just like, I know more
0: than you and walks away. My <laughs> <Okay>, favorite. <rest. laughs> All right, Alex. I'll keep, I'll keep the boss train going. And uh, I'm going to go with a different show, a different boss. The Office, Michael Scott. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's my number three. Um, it was hard for me to not put him higher, but I, I wanted to reserve those for some more serious characters. But okay. Just, from beginning to end, Michael Scott, the show was never the same after he left. Um, I mean it's just a classic American show and uh, well I guess I should say based off of Rachel but, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. but, but the way that his character changed if you watch the season one compared to season three just the difference in the character of Michael Scott like, he loves he loves comedy he loves like being a doofus he is a doofus. But when it's time to be serious, it's always fun to see, it. like, the times when he, like, gets something right. Like, the times when he has to, like, buckle down and, like, be the boss or, like, make a sale. Like... like what? Oh, plenty of times. When Stanley got mad at him and said, did I stutter? The way that, that episode ended, when he, like, sent everyone out and, like, handled that situation, it was just so, like... Like, so him, like, he was that character. It didn't change, like, when he had to make the sale at the, with the dude at Applebee's with Jan, and he it, it is a great character. He's a great character. Is
1: that Steve Carell's greatest role?
0: <laughs> greatest acting role? Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. I'm looking through his IMDb, and I think I'd have to agree with you.
0: He's had some good stuff. He was in a serious movie last year. That I never well,
1: seen. there was that one Foxcatcher, cheeks big wrestling guy. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't oh. seen that. Yeah,
0: he's he a, good, a good guy in that.
2: Like,
1: yeah. I mean, I don't want to ruin the story, but. Well, then he's he's grew yeah. in Despicable Me, and that's a cartoon. Yeah. But And forty, he's he's the main character in Forty Year Old Virgin, yeah. but I. But I would think that, and then he's also Brick and Anchorman. Yeah. But I would think The Office. Might, oh, I didn't
0: know we were talking about movies.
1: Well, I'm just saying it's greatest greatest acting role.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would think no, those The Office. Great roles, but just like the range that he had as Michael Scott. Yeah. Lot
1: yeah. Fair enough.
0: I think, a, I think that's a theme with my guys. It's rain.
1: She okay. Gotta have rain. All right. Cheeks three. Uh, funny. Uh, number three for me is uh, Samantha from
2: Sex in the City. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure the first sex scene I like, ever saw on TV was one of, some, one of Samantha's scenes. And, like, I initially watched the show as a kid because that sex in the title. Yeah. But then, you know, I got kind of, like, wrapped in it. Like not for the sex anymore. Yeah. Like, wait, this this show's like good. Uh, and, and for me, Samantha was always the fun one. Like, never took anything too serious.
4: Uh, you know, if people were being boring, she like she was alive.
2: She was the one that was out there trying everything, uh, which wasn't always good. But you know, for me, like especially like if I had to hang out with one of these. It's it's uh it's you no know, Samantha. We're gonna drink our little martinis and have fun in the city.
1: Cheeks, do you think? I know you are on a strict no white women in twenty twenty binge right now. But do you think Correct. she initially was the like what got you into white women? Uh no, but you know, I mean it's
4: white
2: women if we want to <laughs> go down this route. And moving the fucking rule uh, all. And being, like, one of three white people in, like, my area of things. So it was either, like, white women or white men. The men
1: <laughs> 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 All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Kevin, you're three.
2: All right. I also
3: went with a, uh, a Fresh Prince of Air character. I almost went with Will, but I went with Uncle Phil.
1: I figured I had to get a, uh, a sitcom dad in there. Yeah.
3: But uh, his interactions with Carlton and Will are are great. Um, he loses his temper really easily a lot of times, but you know he's he's always one of those characters that can deliver those those touching speeches in the episodes. And I don't know, uh, I always really like the actor that plays him as well. Uh, rest IP. rest
1: up, peace, yeah. yeah, yeah, rest <laughs> in peace, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely a solid choice. All right, three for me. I'm going to throw down the wire here. Omar.
5: Yeah.
1: I mean. That's
5: not on my list that I love the wire.
1: Yeah. Cheeks is number two. I mean, a yeah. guy that was in the streets, but still, but he was like the the streets Robin Hood, you know, robbed from the people who were treating people bad, rich people, and give to the poor, and just, you know, him being gay and him having, it just that character was just something you hadn't really seen yet. I hadn't really and no I just I really only watched The Wire about a year or so ago but just how he played it was so perfect and there, I mean I don't think there was any really any flaws in it just you gotta respect somebody who has a code lives by that code dies by that code and just even though he may not be doing the right things but just every time him whistling that song going down the street seeing people flee I mean it was just a, almost one of those perfect characters
2: Um, The thing I really liked about him as well was he was feared and respected. And, you know, that's kind of like a hard combination to have there. But, you know, it's like
4: you knew what he was
2: about, but still no one wanted to do anything about it. Yeah. So it was just like, you know, I don't want those problems. I'm still pissed on how he died.
1: Yeah, that was... That was kind of a, a just a, sh- a shitty way to, to throw his death in there. I mean, he, like, Come on now. yeah, to go out with what he just got caught up at the at the, was it the gas station or the convenience store and then popped in the back of the I head. See. Yeah, by the kid. That's right, by the kid. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that is a, that is a death that was kind of like what what it had to be like at least go out in like a gunfight or something. Right. Yeah.
2: But no. but I mean, that's also like. One of those things. They have built this character up to the point where, like, a gunfight—okay, he's going to survive that. Because that's what he does. Yeah. So I mean, I, I guess I see the fact that when he went out like that, but I just was like expecting something a little more, you know? Oh man, like you know, like the last episode of Breaking
1: Bad—yeah—that
2: gun scene, you
1: know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you said, he had just been in—I think it was either earlier that season or season before. When he was in that gunfight in the street, when they kind of got jammed up at that one house they were trying to rob, and the one girl got killed that was one of his running mates or whatever. So like you had said, he'd been in them, but to see him get kind of, you know, caught in the back of the head unexpectedly by some kid. And then we never really saw the kid again. Like the kid kind of like, he was there for a little bit, but he it felt like he just kind of disappeared. So, yeah. But Or did the kid hang around? Did he end up joining one of the groups or something? last
2: Episodes,
1: yeah, so there's no, it was just off, okay, yeah, all right. Who's uh, I guess we're back at Kelly, your number two,
5: yeah. So, my top two they're pretty similar, um, and that probably says a lot of help me, um, but my number two is Amy Santiago from Brooklyn 99. Okay,
4: Again.
5: okay, um, went from the same show. yeah, wow, so I feel like she. Reminds me of myself a lot and that she's like very OCD, very organized, but also like it's neat to see her in a field that's mainly occupied by men as a police officer and then she ends up being in a field
4: that's
5: like a by men. <laughs> And then she ends up being like a, a detective or a sergeant. She gets a promotion. So it's just cool to see like I guess a woman Taking on roles that are generally reserved for men. So again, kind of says a lot about me and feminism for my top two choices
1: there. <laughs> yeah, no, she's a... <laughs> yeah.
4: I mean,
5: I'm a teacher. It's <laughs> mainly women. I met the more like OCD and organized. I see her and like being aggravated by Jake. You aggravate me a lot. I love you so
1: much. And that was, I mean, did you when you first started watching Brooklyn Nine Nine? Did you have a feeling they were going to have those two characters link up and be a couple? Oh,
5: no? no, not at all. They were like, really, I mean, I guess a couple seasons in, you could kind of, yeah, to starting to be that it was way, like but in the start, was it? Yeah, it was like one season. Uh, no. they all blend together.
1: <laughs> I, I kind of saw that they were leaning towards that, but it's still a, a great combination. I think it's a great character, and I mean, yeah, she always pulls out. The, her and uh, Sandberg's character. Are great together. And it's just wild to see how different they are to then be together and mm-hmm. still still make it happen. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Alex.
0: Yeah. All right, my number two. I'm uh, bringing out the Breaking Bad character on my number two. We'll go with uh, Walter White. Uh, speaking of range, I mean, that one's a little bit different in that it's more of a range from beginning to end of the uh, series. Uh, but I mean, Vince Gilligan, man. You talk about a dude who knows how to write characters. Like he doesn't leave any stone unturned, and just like, just you have his, you have Walter White's entire backstory given to you. You have like, you know what he's about in the first like three episodes, and then just comparing that dude to the guy at the end, the one who knocks. I mean, like. Just the transformation that he went through over those what six seasons, something like that. Yeah, uh, it is just incredible. Uh, I, I love watching it, rewatching it. Kelly won't watch it with me. Uh, hmm. You're missing out,
1: Kelly. You're missing out.
5: I can't get past the like second season. It's too slow. That's no.
1: fair.
2: And I
5: know that's what everyone says, but it's just.
0: And that's what I love about it. It's like how slow the burn is. And like you have so many different points in that show where people debate like when he broke bad. Like quote unquote broke bad. Like when Walter White crossed the line from like the good guy to the monster that he became. Yeah. And like it's just – it's such a great show because of all the like black and white that – It goes through like, yeah, you want him to succeed. You want him to make the money. And then it's like, at what point do you start cheering for like the other people? At what point do you realize Hank is the dude that you like want to be on the good side with? And like, like when is Jesse no longer the punk kid? When's he the dude who's just getting like destroyed by this maniac?
1: Yeah. I mean, Um, Breaking Bad definitely made you start thinking about like cheering for the drug dealer. And you hated the yeah. FBI, even if you know you hate the police, all that stuff. But it flipped that whole good guy, bad guy kind of thing. You're like, wait a second, I'm actually cheering for the guy who's making meth. And you're like, this is a different and, kind of scenario. And you think about like the entire the entire series, the whole thing
0: was, man, Skylar's a bitch. Yeah. Like, Skylar just like wants Walt to fail. Like, what he's trying to provide for his family, and then like as it goes on, you're like. Damn, I mean, she's kind of like, kind of annoying at times, but like, this dude's a like crazy. He's yeah. legitimately insane. Yeah. And it, it's just like his character and how it changes. I, I don't know how things go. Which brings you know, up like, we
1: we could we could definitely do a top five most hated characters list, and she would definitely be on that list because she was yeah a range of just hate goes out for her during that whole series.
0: Oh yeah, I mean. I mean she does deserve some of it. I mean, of course, the cheating on Walt, the yeah. uh, smoking with her baby, the like that type of stuff. Like, I mean, but then it's one of those things. Like, in the grand scheme of things, that or like making meth on like an insane scale and like, murder <laughs> and like killing peop- like innocent people and that type of stuff.
1: If I know there's two things that'll get Alex fired up, one is if you talk trash about. Breaking bad. Two is if you tell him that Tom Brady's a better quarterback than Peyton Manning. We almost got in trouble at work for having a huge argument and I just like arguing with Alex, even if I'm on the wrong side of it, or saying just the opposite, because it's it's really fun. So if you and ever I know
0: when you're doing it too. Yeah. <laughs> I, doing it, I, I, can't, I can't
1: it's it's so fun. It. Is that mural still up, by the way? The, what, the one with uh, Tom Brady?
0: The Brady, yeah, the GOAT mural or whatever. No,
1: no, they took those down. They took those down. They put up some, uh, They when the World, when we had the World Cup last year, they put some World Cup ones up, and then now. They were wrong. <laughs> and now they put up some, like, generic NFL, MLB. They did change that mural near the library where they added some more stuff to it, but. Yeah, they took the goat debate ones. They took those down because that show was so terrible. So, but, all right, yeah, I think that's fair. Cheeks, you're number two? Oh, that's right. Yours was Omar. My bad. Okay. All right, Kevin, you're number two. I kind of wanted to cheat on this one. I was going with the, I wanted to do the entire, like, kids' cast of Stranger Things, but if I have to pick one character, I guess I'll go with uh, Hopper. Okay. the, uh, The police. Uh, sheriff or whatever but, yeah. um, I guess it's kind of similar I guess it's the type of characters I like That have evolved over time He went from a cop that didn't Really care about anything Obviously he had reasons to why he didn't care about Things without going into Super spoilers I'm sure most people have already seen the show but, uh, <laughs> And then eventually he ends up uh, you know, Adopting Eleven And uh, you know His character his, his heart melts a little bit He becomes a little bit of a a nicer character, I guess. So, Kevin,
3: he's... We're left at the cliffhanger of what's going on right now. He's still alive, correct? Yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive,
1: yeah. Yeah. Do we... Okay, so last year we got the brand new season on July 4th, but we haven't seen anything about this upcoming season, right?
3: Yeah, other than uh, like a trailer... A couple months ago, yeah. I forget when it when it got posted.
5: Okay, but I haven't seen any official release dates or anything. But I haven't been keeping up with it either. Okay, still need to finish the last like, two episodes, season three. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh. been a long year. We time.
1: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. haven't had time. Too yeah, too much going on. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely a solid choice. All right, my my number two is totally recency, recency bias, but. It just stuck with me. I mentioned Ozark earlier, but Ruth Langmore had me dying almost every episode from the beginning, and I compare her to the Jesse Pinkman character because it's two people who were burnouts, dropped out of high school, no one really gave them a chance, but then here comes along somebody who's trying to, you know, try to do something good, but has to do something bad, carries them up, and it actually shows that if you just gave these people some attention and the right motivation they could actually get the job done so what you know may not be perfect but it can get the job done but i mean her country accent compared to what she actually sounds like as a norm like her regular self is completely out there i mean what she has to do spoiler for ozark i mean you know killing killing her two uncles then basically giving the hit out on her dad um but i mean all just all the stuff she says in the one-liners had me dying laughing and it almost I know Cheek said about Kenny Powers about having somebody in your family that is like that. Well like I can relate to somebody just talking that way and knowing somebody who talks like that, who just uses the F word in everyday conversation, and you're like, yo, that's just you know, you're just sitting here talking about the male and the mailman and they're just dropping that motherfucker and just the way she says it, I mean, I'm interested to see where she goes in next season in Ozark. Does she stick with the with the crazy people in the poppies? Or does she create her own path? I kind of was, you know, I knew she had to leave because of the birds just did her wrong by at least not, you know, killing my mans or doing something to them. But to get with uh, Darlene's crazy ass is another whole aspect we'll figure out here soon. But that that's my number two. She was just fantastic in that whole series.
0: That's another show that we need to finish. Yeah. We uh, saw season one haven't finished the second and third yet. You
1: got, it's. it's... It's one of the most bingeables. I mean, Cheeks has been trying to get me on it, then my parents were, and like, we would just sit there, and, and I know there are solid hours of change episodes, but I feel like it goes. It...
0: Oh, sorry, I closed oh. a little bit. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 I, I know. It, it was such a good show. We loved the first season. It's just like starting the second season. It's like, we got to do it. We yeah. got to like, just jump in. Yeah. Get in, get into it. I feel it. like
5: it's daunting, like, knowing how intense it is and that's probably why i stuck to comedies for my characters because like i like dramas like ozark and the wire like i love that show and all the seasons but like knowing okay if i want to rewatch the wire it's like an hour an hour and a half episodes mm-hmm. i watch the whole season there's six seasons or however many like it's overwhelming to like go into that for yeah
1: me. but i've kind of you know I... Like, when I watched The Wire last summer, it was good. Like, it, was, I knew where the end point was, so I knew where I was going. You know, Ozark, we were able to go to three, and now I'm kind of like, was it better that I caught up now? Or should I have waited, like, when I watched Breaking Bad, and I was able to just watch it all at one time? Like, I'm interested to see the same thing with people who watch Game of Thrones in four or five years who just are able to sit down and watch. Yeah, yeah they're going to binge it. They're going <laughs> to who end up watching it all and are like, yo, how they view it, the, because I think that can be a way how you view a series is do you watch it week by week or do you, are you able to binge it boom right then and there? I mean, I still think it's a different experience. Exactly, it is. Because like, we were able to know, okay, there's three seasons of Ozark, we can sit down, we could finish it, you know, and then like oh, it's midnight, we can get, we can crack one more episode off, but then what do we have to do next day? We'll be down to this you know, all that kind of stuff, so. I'm going off on a little
0: tangent here, but that reminds me of I did enjoy The Mandalorian this year coming out like one episode at a time yeah like yeah it, it was it was really cool like to have that experience again and I'm, I'm looking forward to the next show that I actually like wait for and like other people are all watching the same
1: day yeah well that, that and that's I think we we kind of discussed that after Thrones was over is I don't know if there'll be another show I mean I'm sure there will be because there always can be where a show captivates so many people besides a live sporting event a show captivates so many people to sit down on any like on a Sunday night at 9 p.m. and all watch at the same time and be able to talk about it the next day. I mean, there's like you know you've got the Ozarks that, but you can get the whole season at one time and people can watch it whenever. I mean, there's Westworld tried to do it, but it's it's faded off. I mean, it's just when will it hit, hit next? We don't know, but it's very rare for that to happen. And yeah, I'm, like you said, Alex, I'm interested to see when that show will be again. And Walking Dead was like that for a little bit, but it yeah, had that it had that factor, though, with AMC where they started cheesing it up too much, you know, where it was like, oh, they had the commercials, and then it was like, so what will it be? Will it be HBO? Will it be Showtime? What What's going to come up and, and make that happen again? And, and, you know, TBD, so... All right, Kelly, we're at your number one. What you got? Um,
5: kind of similar, like I said, to my number two. Um, I hate this phrase, but boss ladies. Um, right. So stupid, but just like strong, independent women. Um, my number one is Leslie Nope from Parts and Rec. She
4: like you shows. I know. Ah, I know, like,
5: <laughs> that's right. I realized how much trashy reality TV I
4: watched
5: when I sat down and come up with this. Okay. Um, so no, 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 I asked you so many times what TV shows we watch, and you just stared at me and said, Are you serious? <laughs> so, yeah, but again, she's a great friend, and like, she doesn't mean to be funny, but like the things that she'll say to Anne, like you beautiful land mermaid, just like so complimentary to people, and kind, and like hardworking, knows what she wants. Um, and again, in her friendship with Ron, she's such a good friend. Love her.
1: So a quick, quick side your your reality TV, but you haven't joined our you haven't joined our Survivor game.
0: She doesn't watch it. No, I don't watch it. Oh. She just Good Reality, uh,
1: oh. reality I TV, like Reality TV, like 90 Day Fiancé, and all those spinoffs. Okay, Cheeks has never seen an episode. He still joins. So, Alex, your goal, if this season comes up this year, is try to get her just to randomly, I'll send you the sheet to pick six people.
5: I can see, yes, see that how she goes. Yes, I see how she does. I didn't mean to do
1: that. Whoa, <laughs> there we go. That Spicy. That is a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I invited you multiple you know you times. That. Kelly, do you, do you watch do you watch The Challenge?
6: The Challenge?
1: No. No? Okay. Not in, in TV. So, uh, no. so what's the crappiest, trashiest reality show that you like?
6: Are you a sports fan and wondering why guys like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are drinking wine rather than the bushlight you might be drinking right now? What if I told you I'd be willing to give you $50 in free wine to find out? High-quality wine is both enjoyable and easier on your body. So, if you've been thinking about trying some good quality wine, but you're not really sure where to start, you're stuck in the house and looking for some entertainment, or you're already a wino and looking to try something new, I've got a great idea for you. Scout Circle allows you to have a variety of wines that are cleanly crafted and hand-picked by a Level 3 sommelier automatically shipped to your doorstep at your desired frequency. All the wine inside will be, in, will be free of any chemicals or added sugar that you'll see in most wines in the store, and they'll have the lowest possible amount of sulfites included. So you can forget about the beer bloat while you're drinking or the headache the next day that won't come with the highest quality of wine out there. And each box comes with fun facts to teach you about the wine that you're drinking and you'll, and about the small vineyard that you're helping to support. Plus, if you're still hesitant, all the wine in your box will come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're unsatisfied with a bottle for any reason, just let me know, and I'll replace it for you with the same one or any other wine on my site at equal or lesser value. To sign up, just head to my Instagram at Wine Under the Bridge and click the link in my bio. If you have any questions when you get there, just send me a DM. I'll be happy to help. New members that sign up for this program before the end of May will receive $50 in free wine credits when they receive their third shipment to use on any additional bottles that you left. So head over to at Wine Under the Bridge on Instagram and eliminate the guesswork while trying something new and fun with your family or friends. A glass of wine a day will keep your beer good away. Cheers. 90 Day Fiance. Well, uh, I yes.
1: would
5: say live PD, but that's not on TV. That's it's gone different.
1: now. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That is. That's fair enough.
5: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, one of the 90 Day Fiance. Okay. Uh, it's
0: 90 Day Fiance. We were
5: watching uh, oh, Netflix. Oh no. Had a show. to
0: handle by, on Netflix. Ooh. That's an no. awful, trashy show. Love
5: is Blind is really good too.
0: That one too. Okay.
5: Yeah, there's so many out there.
0: Yeah. All right.
5: That's what I've been doing. If you
0: want to feel your... better about yourself, watch 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. Ma- okay. It's,
1: it's fair. There's fair enough.
0: There's so
4: many seasons to
5: watch too. Yeah. All right. All right. Who's your number one?
0: My number one is uh, Jimmy McGill from Better Call Saul. Um, ah, there you go. You might know him as Saul Goodman, um, and I uh, stuck with my no two characters from the same show um, <laughs> because this is a completely different show. Um, but Better Call Saul, um, played by Bob Odenkirk, uh, just his again range theme here. Um, just uh, being able to see Jimmy go from, like, the con artist to the dude that you want to cheer for to, like, still the con artist but the dude that you want to cheer for. Um, and his relationship with Kim, just figuring out, like, how he got to, like, where he is in life. And I think the Breaking Bad stuff definitely helps. I'm not sure if you could have started with Better Call Saul as just a standalone show, but it definitely works as a standalone
1: show. Yeah. Yeah, so you finally caught up. Weren't you behind a little bit?
0: Uh, yeah, I was behind the episodes. I okay. was
1: behind like season Okay, because I remember texting you uh, at one point. And you had said you were still a little bit behind, but yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely that series has picked up, and I've, I've yeah. enjoyed their character progressions. I've enjoyed seeing him. You know, it was slow at the beginning, but seeing him, like you said, that that rock rolling down the hill, picking up steam of how he got where he is in Breaking Bad.
0: And And so I went back and forth with Walter and Saul as, like, who do I want to be number one? And I think what put it over the edge for me was, like, Walter is, like, on a steady path. Like, he's always going from, like, nice nerdy dude to, like, the dude he became. Yeah. Whereas Saul is, like, so up and down. Yeah,
1: he's like a a, a snake back and forth, yeah.
0: Yeah, you're not – like, we're – it might end at a
4: certain point when like where all right yeah he's a bad dude yeah but like just the
0: back and forth between like like you still aren't sure like if you want to like if you should be cheering against him because it's still like he has gotten the rough end of the stick a lot yeah but like he's also caused a lot of it Mm -hmm. so it's like one of those things where like I don't know, man. Like, just the ability to go from one episode to the next, like, not sure, like, yeah. who he? that episode. is just, he's a great character.
1: Yeah. No, I agree. He's definitely on the outskirts for me. But, yeah, definitely a solid, solid choice. All right, Cheeks. Uh, back to the Friday Night Lights. It's uh, sort going
2: of to be Coach Aaron Taylor. <laughs> um, I mean, what... What a character, what a guy. You know, he never backed out with anyone. You couldn't tell him how to do things and like in a positive way. Like you could manipulate him. Um well I guess you could say he did take that up. It's a dude from Louisiana.
1: Oh yeah, that one quarterback. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That was like the I guess the whole like illegal thing that he did. Um, and then, it, it also shows you the aspects of, like, you know, being a father in that
0: sense. So he was good at that, too. Uh, his wife was hot. I think we all want to have
2: that. Um, yeah, I And his motivation was easy, you know. That's true. He, he, he always said it, what needed to be said, and, like, nothing more, nothing less. He's always spot on. Yeah, like I like I remember when uh, Landry had to make that kick, and he was like, "Coach, it's you know this long," and and and, and uh, he was just like, "You know, it could be worse. It could be you know one foot more." You know, so just ask Kevin who's one is next. Oh, okay,
7: I was supposed to ask Kevin who his number one is next.
3: My <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, I'm assuming, uh, Jacobs. He's,
7: He's in a, the party.
3: Ah, okay. <laughs> 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 um, my number one. I kind of cheated on this one. Um, I felt like it would have been a disservice not to include all of them. It's the entire uh, gang from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Probably my favorite show. Um, not D. Watching it all the time. Oh, uh, yeah. Know, we'll throw D in there because they play off each other so well. So Charlie,
5: Mac, Dennis,
3: D, and Frank. They all they all play well so well off each other, and they're all terrible people.
5: And it's it's <laughs> great
3: watching. So.
5: What season are they on now? Like,
3: uh, like
5: 17, 16? Yeah, Yeah,
3: so it's been then. That's like, been going on for so
0: long, since, like, 2000. Uh, the way they have all changed, like, since the beginning of the season, yeah. too. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, I
5: want like, to say I watched the first, like, 9 or 10, which sounds like so many, but, like, right. I have no idea where it is now.
3: <laughs> just well, like, like, I, I just recently watched, the, they do, like, a clip episode, and they, they do it really well. But, you know, they, they go back and forth to some of the really early episodes. It is crazy how much they've all changed.
7: They still release but, new ones?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think there was,
3: there was, they're still making another season.
0: Oh, wow. Is Dennis going to be in this one? He came back.
3: Uh, oh, okay. They okay. They, they, they wrote him off the last the season before, but he, he was out like one episode. They wrote him back in.
0: He was like a psycho or something, right? And like he became like actually a murderer and everything. Yeah, in real life, on the show. Oh,
5: like how did he come back then?
0: No, no, he like gradually became like crazier and crazier as the show went on.
7: Well, my number one, even though I didn't have five, four, three, or two, I would definitely be Olivia Benson from Law and Order. She's my favorite. she's such a badass
5: that was one of the the only drama shows that I was considering someone from and I was trying to decide between her and Stabler and then I was like it's too hard
7: (laughs) yeah I like him you see he's coming back for the next season
5: no I didn't know they were still making new seasons yeah they are
7: he apparently is going to be in like half the episodes in this new season nice I'm pretty excited Oh, you couldn't hold the conversation? Yeah, I told him my number one.
1: Who's your number one?
7: Olivia Benson. From ah, order. Yeah. <laughs> Who
1: was Kevin's number one?
7: The Always Sunny in Philadelphia gang.
1: Wow, you choosing a Philadelphia gang yeah. and you're a Cleveland yeah. fan? Yeah. Oh,
7: that's tough. Uh, oh, I could
1: do what? You want me to pick Drew Carey instead from the
3: Drew Carey show? <laughs> <laughs> so, we'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, Carey. Drew Carey from the Drew Carey show because <laughs> that's,
2: that's
3: nice. Cleveland.
1: That's funny. All right. Um, but, yeah, sorry, man. The old, the old stomach hit me, and I was like, yo, Jerry, come down. Come down, hit the sub real quick before I actually well, end up.
7: you lucky because I locked you down here, so good thing you didn't need to go upstairs. So. Oh,
1: I, it was, I was very contemplating going in the middle of Cheeks talking and just disappearing, but I, it didn't have been even kind of funny to see who could have carried the conversation without me there. I'm sure y'all could have came up with something. So, I did good. All right, so. My number one was already said it was Arya. I think we've covered everybody. We'll do a real quick, who were some of your six, seven, eights that were left off, if you have any, that may have slid up or slid down? I mean, I'll start, I mean, like, you know, Alex, you kind of, I did the same thing. I didn't want to go like five Game of Thrones characters or two or three. I know Kelly kind of went three same shows that were all (laughs) on the same one, but hey, it's your own list. You can do whatever you want with it. But I mean, Thank you. to me, before season, the final season, Daenerys was definitely up there as a, as a character that I thoroughly enjoyed. I do somewhat laugh at anybody who had, like, named their kid Daenerys or something along those lines before that final season. And then, the like, the name of yes, exactly. The yeah, name exactly. Like, and then are going to now, like, you know, at least some hopefully they've learned to, like, wait till the series is over. Before you name any kids of that, because of who knows what's going to happen. Um, I'll go, you know, House from back in the day. Gil Grissom, original CSI guy. Ooh, that's a good one. I, I was going to group Kenan and Kel together, like on Kevin with the oh, Power yeah, Rangers. I love I love both of them together. I mean, Kenan Thompson's still going strong. Kel's got a couple stuff going on. And then Snoop from The Wire. I thought was fantastic for like a season season and a half. I mean, that opening scene in what was it, season 3 or 4 when she's talking about the nail gun with that Ace with that Ace hardware employee is one of the, was one of the all-time greats just dialogues, you know, monologues ever. And the way she went out, I mean, true to her character, turned her head, took a shot, shot to the back of the head like, "Hey, it's the game. They just know the streets." And then um to go on your your comedy sitcoms off of Kelly, Phil Dumfries from Modern Family, he always just he seemed like the kind of dad at least with the jokes that you would want to be with all the funny stuff and all that. So those were my kind of left off the list.
5: Oh, uh, well, when Geriana was here, she said Olivia Benson was her number one. Yeah, um, I was going between her and Stabler from SVU. Uh, that's like one of the few. I guess drama shows that I can like sit and watch, and it's nice because it's not like an overarching plot where you have to like sit and binge and like follow week yeah. to week or something like that. It's kind of like you can drop in, pick up, like you get the general sense of what's going on, who's different case each episode. Um, but yeah. I...
1: Oh, oh. Did we lose him? I want to make sure it's not me. Kevin, you got me. Cheeks, you got I me. Mean,
5: yeah. Okay. okay.
1: Because I've had that where it's been me. I super
5: struggle because oh. I didn't Oh, you're back. We lost you for a Our second. I don't really
1: we lost you for a second. unstable. There we go. Uh-oh, oh That's that oh, Seattle, right. that's okay. Seattle connection. All right. So you were saying Olivia Benson. Uh, yeah, going between her and Stabler. Yeah. Um, and
5: it, again, just made me realize how little I watch like fictional TV shows.
0: <laughs> like, Fair enough. Uh, I went with, uh, or I was thinking about going with Dexter Morgan from, uh, Dexter. Yeah. Um, and... What about Deb? I mean, Deb's funny, but she's, I wouldn't no, say she's like... I was joking. Like, um, I feel
5: like she would be one of the ones on the like, most hated <laughs> Oh, go back and watch Dexter if you want
0: to talk about shows that, like, wouldn't really fly. There's a lot of language in that. Yeah. That, uh, it's kind of... Not, a. Not a bad taste. Yeah, no, it's a bad taste. Yeah. I'll go with that. <laughs> a lot of vulgar, vulgarity that doesn't apply. So up. I never I never yeah,
1: sure. right as I was gonna get into Dexter, I feel like that's when everyone started turning on Dexter. Because weren't like the last couple of yeah, seasons yeah. really bad.
0: Yeah, and last <laughs> season
5: because knew what happened and, yeah. got spoiled, and if, I didn't want to like end on a negative
0: note like that yeah. I don't really I, I hate when people do this but I'm going to do it like you got to watch like season four if you're ever going to watch it it's the Trinity killer season uh, I don't know if you know John Lithgow mm-hmm. um, really a comedic dude uh, also in Brooklyn 99 but he plays like oh, Dexter's spoil that season oh it's just fantastic yeah, yeah. um, but I was going to go with Dexter I didn't. I was thinking about John Locke, but then I, the last uh, from Lost, but yeah. then the last season kind of. I was thinking about that a little too much. Um, yeah. I start. I was thinking of just like shows that I liked in general. Yeah. Um, and then I was trying to debate could I get away with a uh, wrestling character, but. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I
4: didn't I, think about that. I was like, <laughs> I didn't think
0: yeah. about that either. It would be the same. Yeah. Um, Darn it. If I had to go with one, I'd go Recency Bias, and I'd go Orange Cassidy. He's a dude me. AEW. I, I am an avid wrestling fan. So <laughs> I, I'm probably the one that knows what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, you <have> to, <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know who Orange Cassidy is, just look up Orange Cassidy, and you'll understand. He's got a great character.
1: Nice. All right, Cheeks, any off your list, or are you stuck with five?
0: Uh, so,
2: as Jacob does, at least, I'm a huge Boondocks fan. So uh, Riley Freeman from uh, Boondocks uh, made my list, and I—I I mean, cause, like, I mean,
0: it's a cartoon, but it's kind of not.
4: Yeah, right. that's the younger one, right, Riley?
0: Riley's the older, older one. The older one, okay. It's been a while since I've seen it. So, and right. that show
2: like foreshadowed on a bunch of things that like actually happened. Yeah. Uh, so he—he he was always cool. Uh, Axelrod from from uh, Billions. He uh, the thing I like about his character specifically, like it makes you question: What would you do if you were in his position and you're and you're a billionaire and like your your whole what would drives you every day is to make money. Like you know, what how would you act? Yeah. he's completely dead. Yeah, but you know, it's. It's one of those things, it's like hard to be like, oh, I would be like this. But like, if the thing that drives you is what you just want more of, want more of, and it, and it's money, like, of course you're going to be a dick, you yeah. know? Uh, and then Ken from uh, Succession, he's the oldest son, who just, sports, uh, spoiler alert, completely fucked over his dad. Like, completely. But his dad would, you know, they just don't like each other. Yeah. He has a drug problem, but, you know, he's just one of those... He who his dad wants him to be, but his dad doesn't approve because it's just like it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, what I've learned from these drug shows is, like, it, it, it all... The money looks good and sounds good, but as Biggie says, more money, more problems, man. And it just and ozark and breaking bad and all that it's just like oh yeah it's great to sell this or launder money or whatever but someone's coming for somebody and you may just get shot or shot in the back of the head standing at a damn convenience store i mean it's just it's just crazy stuff
2: all right you just want more
1: you know right right all right kevin anybody off your list
2: yeah, I
3: had a couple, uh, I had to go like a way, way, way throwback. We talked about Nick at Night. I used to watch uh, Happy Days on Nick at Night. The Fonz is, is probably <laughs> the definition of an iconic yeah. TV character. So I had to go to the Fonz. Um, I used to watch Scrubs oh, a lot. So I went with, uh, I would have went with uh, Perry Cox. Okay. Dr. Perry Cox from Scrubs. Yeah. I feel like nobody talks about Scrubs. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, Scott on my list. Um, I almost put Troy Barnes on my list, um, and then I almost went with Luke Cage or um, Jessica Jones from the Marvel Netflix series.
1: Okay, okay, all right. So now I think that was a solid, solid discussion there. But Alex, did you get my text?
0: Yeah, I got them. I was looking through. I was having a hard time looking at some of them. Okay. And also not to look too much during the uh, Oh, you're discussion. good.
1: So while you you and Kelly both pick a question, if you can let her look as well, you guys choose one, different questions. Yes. The warehouse is generally one and I wanted a bridge notebook. You guys pick one, ask it, then we'll all answer it. And yeah, while you're doing that... uh. I just want to remind everybody to go buy a T-shirt. And Kevin, I appreciate your brother design these. No, actually, it it came up. He's been on the podcast two or three times. Vince Bryant, and he actually was. Oh at, yeah, you said that. Yeah, he was. Um, he was in. He went back to school to like do design, graphic design, and everything. And I'd had him on the podcast like a couple months ago, and kind of mentioned to him, "Hey, if you're ever just doodling and you want to do something." you know, draw something up, and he was like, yeah, and then, you know, obviously, he was doing schoolwork, working, and out of nowhere, he just, one morning, I get a text, and he's like, hey, I sent you some stuff, if you don't like it, no problem, you know, but, and I was like, well, I mean, one, I can't really be too picky, not that I don't like them, but, like, I haven't, you know, I gotta go with, someone send me, you know, some new, cool, free logos, I'll go with those, and I liked them, and We'll Just roll off for there. I mean, it was good to get away. I think it was time for a transition since Game of Thrones was over to get the swords out of there and to get the shield out of there and all that kind of stuff and just focus on kind of the beard's watch. So, yeah, Alex, do you have a question?
5: Yeah, yeah, oh, it's cake or pie. Oh, uh, right
2: on uh, here. Okay. Um,
5: I'm gonna go with cake. Alex knows I have a huge sweet tooth, um, and it is really bad. We have a store out here called Grocery Outlet Bargain Market, which is like they sell like off-season foods like in February or March they'll be selling like Christmas Oreos. So for the past like two months they've had jelly beans on sale and mm. I just buy like eight bags of jelly beans. because um, it's sweet <laughs> sugar. It's similar. So, there's a variety of pies, like if you get cherry, apple, well, blackberry. I know, I'm to it. Let me come. But you also have such a wide variety with cake, not only with the filling, like is it red velvet, chocolate, vanilla, buttercream, but then also the toppings on the cake, the different creams. When we to our cake.
0: Pies I've had zero. Ooh! Wow. Wow. Pie is so much better. That's not true. You gotta have like a really good cake for it to like be worth. It. No. no. <laughs> You're so wrong. I. I kind of like the, like crappy cake that they'd serve at like school or something yeah. or like I don't know like.
5: Well, that's not the question. Would you like, rather eat a crappy get, cake or a crappy pie? You can get. You can choose my pie for the rest of my life. It's gonna be good.
0: Cakes got like two flavors too, yeah we went to the wedding tasting good cake and it was like oh that tasted like the last cake, that tasted like the last cake, chocolate cake, vanilla cake. How many people eat carrot cake? A piece of the mouth. No one likes carrot cake. Sorry if anyone likes carrot cake here. Um, Pie, pie, you go for the average. The average pie is a thousand times better than the average cake.
1: Okay, I will say, I I think the red velvet flavor is is overrated altogether. That's a whole other topic we can have, but red velvet to me... It's just chocolate. Yeah, it's just chocolate with some red food coloring that fucks your stomach up. So...
0: (laughs) I
5: would agree that it's overrated. It's good, but it does get like...
0: Also, as as the one that is poisoned by... uh, I was
5: going to say, you can't eat either of them,
0: so... With celiac disease, you can find pie crust that doesn't have food. You know. I, I, I'm, I'm with
1: – as as very few times as I agree with Alex. I mean, yes, cake – I mean, sh- either way you can't – I don't think you can go wrong. But cakes, if they're shitty, they're shitty. Even a shitty pie, I feel like you throw some ice cream on that son of a bitch and you can just roll with it. So and, – and like you said, apple pie, pumpkin pie, cherry pie, blueberry pie, like – it, I think blackberry, black black yeah, like
0: right. oh, it goes
1: on. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I will, I will, I'll go with pie over cake. Cheeks. Yeah,
2: I'm going pie too.
1: Like, wow. nothing can, no cake Could top like a German chocolate pie. No. Period. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. I and you brought
0: up I know it's not even fruit pie. We were just talking about fruit pie. Yeah. Oh, chicken pot pie.
1: Chicken pie. Yeah. <laughs> Versatile. <laughs> Versatile. <laughs> Versatile. Okay. All right, Kevin. Um I also
3: have to go with pie. And part of it's that's biased it. because uh, yeah, my mom used to bake like five or six pies like every holiday. Uh, I don't know why she made so many pies. We, our family's <laughs> not that big. But uh, so I was I was a, definitely a pie guy growing up. But I, I will say ice cream cake might be better than pie. Ice but that's that's only uh, ice cream cake is my one like
0: go to cake. And if I had to pick one, that was better. But I will also say, if you're going to the grocery store, your, like, standard pie is probably going to be better than your standard cake. Yeah. Uh, if we're bringing it back to the like office, there there's the one episode where they have to get three different cakes for
3: people for their birthdays. They chose ice cream cake and Creed wanted a pie. Right.
1: Yeah. That's
3: there you go. So. There yeah. you go.
1: Yeah, ice cream cake has definitely That's been my choice for birthdays, after, you know, the past mm-hmm. couple ones. But I will say... A little tangent: Are we completely done with blowing out birthday cakes on can? Oh, birthday candles, are, right? Oh, no. Like, there's no more blowing candles out on birthday cakes, right? With the COVID.
3: And think about that. Yeah. I thought we had been done with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, like now it's like you get like if you if you've got a kid and you're having a birthday party, you get like the sheet cake or whatever cake for the for the guests, and then you just have like a cupcake for the kid to blow out a candle with their age yeah. on it, right?
3: You just cut a... Put kind of slice-out, put the candles. In
1: the that's box. what I'm saying. There's, like, I'm not going to eat a, a, a cake that, like, there's, like, 27 candles and someone's blowing all their juice all over it anymore. Like, <laughs> that's done. That's over. <laughs> it's over. I'm surprised I, it was still I a thing think. in 2020.
3: Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. a <laughs> I year. the last year. time I've been somewhere where somewhere someone actually blew up candles, though. Like,
5: maybe I just not go to birthday parties anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. don't remember the last cake I had that someone blew on
1: it. It's because it's so ingrained in your mind to not even think about it. It's so like an American tradition. It probably happened yesterday and you just don't even remember it. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your question?
0: Oh, I was supposed to have one too? Man,
1: you right, know the drill, know, drill, man. I had
0: one. Let me read it. Uh, let's see if I can get it right. Because you were one of the
1: ones who would write them nasty joints in there.
0: No, that was fuck, man.
1: That was uh-huh. Bump. Uh-huh. Does <laughs> <laughs> sound like fuck. <laughs> uh right. Oh,
0: I got one, but I don't I, I don't have an answer for it, so I don't Well like... just
1: ask it and then you come up with your answer.
0: What was your best re-gift?
1: Yeah.
5: Mm. Like that you re it? Yeah.
1: Well,
5: I don't re-gift because I appreciate
1: every gift <laughs> that's given to me. So I mean my Sorry best. That. My best re-gifts have come from, like when I show up to like the white elephants for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I'll get mm-hmm. stuff from other parties and be like, nah. And then I'll just keep it. Like we have a we have a bucket here in our house. No, we don't. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> a backup yeah. guess. Yes, a backup gift. Be it for yeah, a birthday okay. party, we don't really care to go through, or a wedding that like, oh yeah, we'll, we'll show up and we'll throw something down, or be it a white elephant. So I want to say. Uh, I got one of those things at One White Elephant, like those random cooler sleeves where you like throw it over your shoulder like a sword pouch. And you can fit like six canned beers in them. I don't know if you've ever seen them. And it's like a, it's like a tube, but it's like a, made out of cooler stuff. And I got that one time and I used it at this recent Christmas party I went to and people just like absolutely loved it. And I was like, this is the most worthless thing I've ever seen in my life. Like I don't know what I'm going to use it for. So that would be just using those constantly just knowing I don't have to buy anything for the next Christmas party, and I can just rotate Christmas gifts around is always good.
3: I don't think I've ever done it before, um, but I, I do have a couple really nice, like, board game. I have an unopened box uh, taboo, yeah. board game taboo, and I'm going to give to somebody <laughs> so
4: <I'll be> very, <laughs> very happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't I don't... Think I've done
1: in that. So yeah, you're just more yeah. of a cash guy. Yeah, because I hate. Well, I hate surprises, uh, especially <laughs> when it comes to gifts. Cause, like, I mean, like, I'm grateful for things. Like, if you give me something just off the wall, like, I can't control what my face is going to. Do, well, what my face is going to do. Yep. And then I feel bad about you know. You know, I went out of my way to get this for you and you respond like this. So I prefer to get like cash or gift card or nothing. Nothing is fine. Because then we
2: can at least like say that, you know, you might have fucked up and got me something I didn't roll.
1: I respect that. All right. Alex, Kelly, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, The only one I can think of. Was your, uh, was your, yeah, was it was,
1: was it your engagement ring? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean,
0: my grandma did offer her, like, to, like, rework it to, you know, a different engagement ring. Uh, no, I, I love my wife. This was a long <laughs> time ago. Um, when I was in high school, I was dating someone, and I knew that, I, that we were going to break up soon, so... He got me a gift for Valentine's Day and I did not get her anything and I took that gift which was uh, cologne from Hollister Ew. and I don't wear cologne like I don't know like what gave her the maybe idea she was trying to get me a hint. yeah maybe she was I don't care and I ended up getting to uh, my friend for his birthday I like, nah. I don't know and, like, I told him what it was. Like, I told him, I was like, dude, I don't know if you want this or not, but I'm not used
1: to it. <laughs> hey, at least he got some purpose, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I can think of, like, ever re gifting something.
1: <laughs> All right,
0: Kelly, what but you got? I would just, probably just throw it away if I didn't want yeah. it. Yeah. Like,
5: or, like, I feel like
0: what I would do is, like, donate it to everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
5: But Someone so like, can get used of Yeah, already. the backup gift card.
0: Yeah. You have to re-get that thing that your aunt gave us for a wedding, the like crystal plate that we don't know how to, what oh, we're supposed yeah. to use it for. You just put it's butter. Like super fancy stuff. Yeah, like, we you, got like...
1: You put a cake on it. You, could have, you put a cake or a pie on yeah. it. Yeah.
5: Cake and pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Half cake, half pie. Yeah. Like potpourri. What do you... No one uses potpourri anymore.
1: You just put it in the bathroom and let it live for like three months and then throw oh, it away. Those we balls. have
5: plants in the bathroom. There's no space for potpourri. Yet. Oh. Yeah.
1: So. So you have nothing. You have baby. nothing. You've you've regifted, Kelly. Not that I can think
5: of. Okay. I feel like a lot of the time I just say thanks and then either donate it or just keep it like in the back of my closet.
1: Yeah. You get you a box and then next time you roll up to it. Like I said, I love the white elephants or the gift exchanges at Christmas time, and you just you you just burn those. Yeah, all right, here you go. You may have not, you may not have a kid on the way, but here's a 12 month old onesie that I wasn't going to use for my kid, but you just, you just find <laughs> you another can use keep for it. it
0: for yeah. Now. <laughs> so you never gifted student gifts before. Oh yeah. What do you mean? You gave me the tea that your student gave you that one. No. Okay,
5: that's not re-gifting. That's equal opportunity using.
1: I actually, yeah, I got my sister. She's a teacher as well, and at our at our family's little re-gift thing or white elephant. I got, like, her a coffee mug and a $15 Dunkin' Donuts. And she was like, yeah, that was that was from nice. a student. So I was like, hey, yeah, you know. Nice. But, all right. Well, yeah, we've hit an hour and a half. I, this has been a solid episode. Appreciate y'all. Stick around after so I can take a quick picture to throw up on all the social medias. But, uh, wait, Kelly, did we even go over what social media is if you wanted to be found on uh,
5: there? Uh, I have Instagram, at Kelly Mead. You can request me; I probably won't accept it because, you know, that teacher of life gotta lock it down.
1: I feel you. I feel you.
0: <laughs> and uh, I'm still Twitter out sharing or on Xbox at Coys. Give uh, me up for any Warzone, Call of Duty. Okay. Like win though. So.
1: Alrighty. Well, thank you guys for coming out. Good to have three different time zones represented on the podcast again. Like, comment, subscribe and Cheeks I know you're an avid listener so uh, how do we how do we send this podcast out Peace.